All right. It is 11.30 a.m. on the 12th of May, 2021. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, well, a little little fatigued. A little fatigued? Did you just wake up? No, no. I woke up at 7 a.m., but I took anxiety medication um, yesterday uh, before going to bed, and that shit knocks me on my ass, so I don't know why. Antipsychotics are always, like, they trigger the fatigue. That's no, no, what I, I think, found. I think it's an it's an antihistamine. It's called hydroxyzine, but they use it. Oh, hydroxyzine? Yeah. I've I've used hydroxyzine before. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's like really Benadryl, good. right? It's basically the same as Benadryl. Is hydroxyzine Benadryl? I think Benadryl is just like the generic uh, name. That's the brand name of hydroxyzine. Let me just fucking Google that. This is some grade A content right here. We're gonna we're gonna figure <laughs> out what hydroxyzine is. Hydroxyzine is an antihistamine. It can treat anxiety, nausea, vomiting, allergies, skin rash, hives, and itching. It can also be used with anesthesia before medical procedures. Huh? I didn't know that. Is hydroxyzine the same thing as Xanax? Hydroxyzine and Xanax belong to different drug classes. Mm. Uh, and Benadryl. Okay, I'm asking, like, I'm asking Google, is it the same? Oh, okay. Benadryl is diphenhydramine. Hydroxy, okay, yeah. The oxy and the amine are, like, the root the root words. Heard, okay. Diphenhydramine is, is, um, is Benadryl. Okay. So fucking educational podcast this time. But no, it's, not it. it's an educational. Sure, sure. Uh, Zannies are a big when I was younger, and they still are, I think. I find it funny like... that like a lot of people call Xanax Zanny. Yeah. No, but I... no one makes the con- no one seems to be making the connection between um, Xanax and Zanny the nanny. Zanny the nanny. Zanny the nanny was the alleged nanny that abducted Kaylee Anthony. Why oh, I, I must have missed this whole debacle. You remember Casey Anthony? I think I remember Casey. Yeah. So Casey Anthony was like the mother of Kaylee Anthony, and she was yep. accused of murdering her child. Oh yeah. But like a bunch of text messages came out that she would leave. That she she would use Zanny the nanny anytime Kaylee would be getting a little out of control. Which I mean, my theory is like she's just giving the kids Xanax. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. That's, that's... She was a fucking terrible mother. She was a terrible yeah, she, mother. Uh, did she? Did she actually? She got convicted, didn't she? No, she got off. She, she's, she's free. How come? I thought she. Um. She, she had a really, really, really solid public defender who, um, cast a lot of doubt on the case, and like the jury couldn't. In the closing argument, um, he said, "If this case is to prove beyond." A benefit of the doubt that Kaylee was killed by her mother, and he asked the jury to be honest with themselves and say, "Like, can you really prove beyond any benefit of the doubt that Kaylee was killed by her mother?" And the jury came back as no, you know, like so there wasn't there wasn't really enough evidence to convict her, um, which was sort of a problem with the prosecution because in like it came out later that. So, like, during the discovery process, they searched her internet history, but they only searched Explorer. But then, like, there were later exploratory committees that found uh, her search history on Firefox showed, um, let's see, what did it show? I can Google, this is going to be the Google episode. It showed um, something like foolproof suffocation, uh, 
Casey Anthony, Mozilla Firefox, search history. Yeah. Hold the phone. Didn't she? Didn't yeah? Didn't I? Full foolproof suffocation was what she was googling, and then like Kaylee Anthony was found with um with duct tape over her her like mouth and she so she died from suffocation. But then like Casey Anthony's search history included terms like foolproof suffocation. So, but that was never that wasn't really presented in court because like um, the initial discovery committee only. Presented um, discovery from uh, Internet Explorer and not Firefox. Okay, so what you're, what you're telling me, uh, I mean, uh, didn't they find the girl that? Uh, I mean, the yeah, there was a body. There was a body. Yeah, body. Kaylee Kaylee Anthony's body was found, and if she, the mother didn't kill her. Who did? Damn, I I thought she got convicted, bro. I thought she was definitely guilty. No, she hell? was. She's still free. She's still do you, free. Do you do you believe she was guilty? Because I, I I believe she was guilty. Yeah, I believe she was guilty. And I was uh, I was rooting for the prosecution people, on that one. Uh, a lot of people thought she was guilty too. Like the audience, yeah. Were, I'm pretty. No, sure. she, yeah, no, she's a monster. She's a monster. But anyway. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Wait, what happened? We we went on this. Oh, Zanny the nanny. Okay. Yeah, Zanny the nanny. You said no, Zanny, and I don't. Yeah, that reminded me of Casey Anthony, and because her her thing was like initially on the phone call, she was like the nanny. Uh, the nanny took Kaylee. The nanny abducted Kaylee, and I've been trying to find her. And the dispatch person was like, "Well, what's the nanny's name?" And she was, she said, uh, "Zanita Fernando Hernandez or something." Mm-hmm. Uh, Zanny for short. And then this this person turned out to like not exist at all. And like a bunch of a bunch of the things that Casey Anthony was saying just like totally didn't exist. She was she was a pathological liar. It's a really, really interesting court case. Actually, you should, if you have any interest. Yeah, in, no, like, I, I'm looking it up right now, but I, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it for sure. Cause the, uh, the failures of, of the criminal justice system—that's like a—that's that's like a really, really interesting one. Yeah, that is definitely. I don't get how they didn't see it, and like what the, I think the the thing about the jury system that pisses me off is they just pick up regular civilians to <laughs> make a judgment call on a fucking psychopath. You know, it doesn't make sense. It's like how would you? Well, how would you do it? I think that's a good system. How? What, what's uh, the alternative? Uh, somebody, an intelligent people, because it's like I mean, people that have background in in like uh, reading people, like experts, and but that's who they uh, call as witnesses. For a jury, yeah. you want people who are impartial. You want like you the want, average person. You want yeah. a jury of your your peers who are like impartial. Who? Well, but but like that's the thing. Average people, uh, if they're not. If they're not intelligent enough or smart enough about to to see somebody's like pathologically lying or being like I would say just put a bunch of psychiatrists and people on the on the stands to see if this yeah but that's that's why you have to have witnesses like and the the jury has to like examine the witnesses and examine the expert and then here's another thing that has to happen like the jury has to come to a unanimous decision. They have to deliberate, and their their decision has to be unanimous. And if it's not unanimous, then it's a hung jury, and then it's a mistrial, essentially. Okay, and the case keeps going on. Yeah, that's why that's why juries deliberate for such a long time because it has to be unanimous. Like, but I mean, how how does it? Uh, why don't they have experts inside of the jury, like a couple experts at least, like um, to talk to the normal people? make them understand why this person is guilty 
instead you know of like... that's a that's a good question i i wouldn't i wouldn't know the answer because i'm i'm not a criminologist i mean i th i think it's like i think the best system is like they draw people randomly okay and like it's it's a yeah it's a random chance that like and it's possible that one's expertise could bias their opinion on a matter so it, it might be problematic to specifically uh to specifically target uh people with expertise and it you you can imagine like a situation where like certain groups of people would be called for jury duty more often which you know that's a little bit problematic too that's a little bit of a flaw oh okay yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. well uh, <laughs> yeah i mean like uh, I, I again like the, i i what if i guess i had a bench trial and the only person mm -hmm. i had to decide was the judge and he made the right decision because i wasn't i wasn't guilty but nice. like it was like uh, but he but he said the same thing that you're saying about this case um the casey anthony's case um they didn't have enough evidence to prove that she did the crime and yeah because like the key word with any trial is beyond reasonable doubt or yeah so yeah beyond reasonable doubt and if you can't prove beyond reasonable doubt that something happened if there's doubt then that doubt will like lead to a completely different verdict so many times like many times a defense a defense will try to um uh not introduce doubt but there's a legal term anyway they'll try to they'll try they'll cast a doubt they'll cast a doubt over the situation and say like you can't really prove beyond reasonable doubt that this person did this thing so they'll, they'll try to introduce doubt in some way in in their story because really like every court case and every trial is just two people telling a story and whoever tells the better more convincing story uh is the winner hmm. that's essentially every okay. trial okay yeah okay. um unless they have proof a lot of proof well yeah <laughs> proof is proof is part of the story yeah yeah proof proof is part of the story yeah you know um yeah. so you have like in the discovery process you'll have like body of evidences that are compiled into different exhibits and um and that's that'll be presented as proof and that's yeah that's all part of the story you know physical physical evidence is part of the story yeah okay okay yeah all right so you um so you were you said this was going to be a heavy podcast and here we are talking about a baby killer let's make it less heavy let's make it less heavy let's you know we'll talk about personal issues <laughs> yeah sure sure uh let me ask you a question so like let's say um hypothetically right hypothetically you're like really into a girl and you're 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 on the chase we've all been on the chase we're all men right we've all been on the chase and we all have a girl we're kind of pining for and we've developed feelings for and like you're trying to make you're trying to move from like being her friend and being friendly to you know a little bit more and more friendly into where you know you're her boyfriend basically that's what you're trying to do that's what you're trying to do yes but then if something happens to where like if she mentioned mentions a boyfriend just like offhandedly that might take the wind out of your sails a little bit and depending on the level of emotion you've invested that can be hard <laughs> it can be hard it can be yeah it can be hard yeah, devastating. Devastating. Yeah. Soul crushing. Yep. Soul crushing and devastating, and like, yeah. that's something that like a lot of a lot of people don't really understand. Like, men are emotional. We're emotional, and like, we develop feelings, and sometimes like the crushing weight of those feelings um, can it can really hurt, and it can put us in a hole for like a day or half a day or a day and a half. A long, 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 long time. Yeah, it depends on the severity of the emotion. Yeah. But even even like even when you're pursuing somebody and it doesn't work out, even that emotion that's that's still enough to like 
knock some people on their asses. So, yes. you know, uh, that's the situation I'm going through, and I have various coping me mechanisms for it. I'm wondering, like, what are your coping mechanisms? Um, in the I got um, I got a few, but one of them is just realizing. Uh, I mean, like, it's not over till it's over, but like, were you hanging out with her? Um, have you? I'm trying to get a picture of the scenario where you guys hanging out, and then she talks about her boyfriend. We, we hung out. I got. We didn't really hang out, actually. We so, were at work together, and we were talking about hanging out, and we were texting a lot. Right. That's the extent of it. And okay, I, but the, I had developed feelings because, like, anytime you you get a you think you have a read on someone and you think they like you, like, there's gonna be like an emotional investment there. So. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think I misinterpreted the situation, and she mentioned that I asked if I could call her, and she said, um, "I actually have work tomorrow, and usually my boyfriend comes um, after he gets off work." Okay. Okay. Well, here, here, um, here is a scenario. I want you to put. I want you to put yourself in, because like I started putting. I started thinking like this. Um, say you're say you're the girl, but you're a boy. And a girl really likes you, and you're giving her the signals that you like her too, but you only want the signals to be as a friend, and she might be thinking that you're into her. And then eventually you tell her, like, you can tell Wait, her. Wait, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. In this analogy, am I a girl, and no, I'm trying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you're a girl, but I'm saying, like, even if you if you weren't, just put yourself in her, her shoes, right? She likes you. She likes you uh, as much as to be around you and text you and all of this stuff, and... And she's not being a like one of those psychotic girls that immediately as no. soon as you say hi. As no, soon I don't think anybody's hi, psychotic like, in this situation. Yeah, 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 but but as soon as you say hi, she's like, I have a boyfriend. You know, she didn't. Yeah, that's she didn't, hit, she didn't hit you with that. She she befriended you, and then yeah. she told you about her boyfriend. So like, if you want to make it make it happen, like if you want to be more than friends with her in the future. You just have to understand that it's not going to happen right now. We could still be friends with it. I uh, I'm really bad at that. I uh, I don't. I think it's best for my emotional well-being that I not hang around somebody who's expecting a platonic friendship where I'm wanting to make it romantic. Okay, and that's fair enough. That's absolutely yeah. fair. You just uh, it's it's just it's not good for anybody. It's not. No, it's, it's not. Really it's not. really not fair because nobody's really getting what really they want. Difficult. It's really difficult to be friends with a romantic interest. Uh, it, like when you're like, and you're hoping for the, for the boyfriend to be out of the picture, and then yeah, that's like that's really it's, wishful thinking. But like, um, it's yeah. it's it's emotionally damaging, and you're really just kind of wasting your time, and yes, you're you are, you're yes. putting you're putting this pressure that like one person doesn't really want, and it's it's Absolutely. not fair for anybody, and no one's really getting what they want. Like, there's three people in that scenario, right? In that scenario where, like, one person is pining after one person who's already taken, there's the person who's taken, the person they're taken by, and the person who's pining after them. And it's... The person who's pining after them obviously isn't getting what they want. The person who's taken isn't getting what they want because they just want a friend. They don't want someone who's, like, viewing... The, who, who's romantically interested in them because that... Yeah, it kind of clouds your, your judgment and... It, it it cast out on like are you do you just do you like me for me or are you just waiting around because you want to get in my pants right so like they're not getting what they want and then obviously the boyfriend is not getting what he wants either because i'm sure he doesn't want some 
random dude who has feelings for his girl to be hanging out with his girl right so nobody is getting what they want in that situation so like i my thing is like i think it's just best best to avoid that but it still it still hurts like cutting that tie and like having that conversation and saying hey i just don't think i don't think we should hang out yeah yeah no <laughs> all of that was very well um uh interpreted like I, I see what you mean like you're looking at it from everybody's angle and yeah it, it I, I agree um what uh i've seen some some really good ways of telling a girl that you don't want to be friends you, you want it to be more but like um yeah i'll send you you know because i i think right now my plan is like she she has texted me and she says i'll get in contact with you um when i'm available and maybe that's just bullshit or maybe she's telling the truth but maybe yeah um she said multiple times and she's brought up like unsolicited that she wants to hang out so maybe maybe it's true maybe it's not but if she asks to hang out i'm probably gonna send her uh what i'm about to send you and i'll just send you the text and please okay. don't read it aloud please just read it quietly to yourself okay read it as loud as i can possibly don't read it as loud as you can please just 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 read it quietly and then you you this is probably the most measured response this is the most measured mature response i can think of and like this is probably what i'm going to send out if she tries to hang out this is probably what i'm going to (laughs) send I like everything. Uh, it's very, um, uh, yep. There is yeah. A, there's a, there is a part I'm gonna send you back. I think just a little. More. There's like, there's a little bit. There's things there uh, that are a little heavy. There's a little heavy. It's a little uh, heavy. It's a little uh, bit heavy. But like, we're dealing with heavy emotions here. Yeah, heavy know? emotions. But yeah, um, this. But if you can like, think of some way to word that a little bit better, where it's like, whoa, this guy, like, I'm gonna reduce the likelihood of like. Yeah, like I mean, uh, I, I I I love everything. It's really nice, but uh, this is it. I'm sending it to you right now. Thanks, uh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like, um, you, you're giving you everything else. Yeah, yeah. I thought that part was a little bit too much. Right, yeah. but I don't. I don't know. But yeah. I want to communicate that. But. Uh... <laughs> Like um, it's it's really it's really um. Maybe just dangerous. take out the last um four words of that sentence. It's probably fine. Yeah um yeah I mean yeah it, it, uh, but everything else is very well put. Yeah, because um, we live in an era where like if like when guys are rejected, they'll just be like, "Well, fuck you, slut," you know. And I don't want to do that. Like <laughs> I don't. Yeah, fuck you, you, you bitch. Yeah. You don't want to fuck me. Well, you're just uh, you're a I slut. Have, I have a million yeah. girls into me, so yeah, I don't right. Need to do that. Talk to the hand. Okay. Yeah. So like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, that's just mean. Don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, and I just, I just kind of, you know. Yep. This is nice. It's, it's nice. It's uh, I, I'm not a fan of uh, like I've done my share of uh, long text messages, but saying uh, this this in this format, you're basically saying goodbye, and it could be the last thing you say to her. So, yeah. It, yeah, I'm keeping that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Well done. Um, it's nice to like say something where like you realize it could be the like the last thing. You say to someone, but the someone mm-hmm. you're saying it to, they don't want it to be the last thing you're saying to them because they like what you're saying, you know? So yeah. the message yeah. might not be great, but like 
I don't know. No, I know. Yeah, no, I think it is though. I think it is. Uh, it's, um, it's well thought out. I mean, it's not. It's not like too. Um, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> it's not like um, a Shakespeare sonnet or something like that. Or like too. Yeah, it's, it's not, not that. Uh, it's not that it's severe. Not Nothing too yeah, severe. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not like that. It's not. Um, you're. You're not. Uh, I think it will be. Ju- this is just fine. You. You're gonna. It's a great way to. to Cap it off. Uh, Yep, to let her know how uh, what what you're thinking and everything, and yeah, because I'm just trying to be honest. You know, I just I just want to be honest with everybody. I don't I want kind of everything to be on the table. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're standing up for yourself. You're not trying to get friend zoned. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm just being honest, and I'm look I'm looking out for my emotional well being by saying, hey, I did not. I don't think it's like, like I said before, like it's probably best for my emotional well being that I don't hang out with people I have feelings for that already have, you know, that already yeah. have boyfriends. Yeah, that's nice. So. I like that. that makes sense. Well, my friend, don't worry. Um, there's a, there's a barrage of women headed your way. I bought, I bought Thanks, a couple buddy. of Danny brides for you. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. nice. That yeah, perked me right up. <laughs> yep, there, uh, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, my, my brother's going there to get one for himself, and I was like, hey, can you just uh, one? buy one, get one, uh, buy one, get Yeah, Bogo. <laughs> Bogo, uh, <laughs> Afghani Bride. Bogo, Bogab. What's a Bogab? Uh, B-O-G-O-A-B. <laughs> yep, I went and get one free. Bogo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my brother's yeah. going down there to get married. He, uh, it's a. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, it's. Is he just like? Is he? Is he going to meet and then get married, or is like? Has he met her he's, already? Or. He's at that age where like he's like yeah I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna be like I, I it's it's traditional or cultural where like the, I know uh, all my all four of my brothers that are older, mm-hmm. the the oldest ones have gotten married to someone from Afghanistan, and it's been all arranged like arranged marriages. So like. Um, you think that's what you're gonna do? Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's like so easy. You just go there, and then it's like a brothel. You pick one, like nice. Like, I can, can you just se- can you lay? Can you have sex with all of them and see which one you no, like no, best? No, no, no. You can't. You can't have sex until until you get married and spend oh, okay. like fifteen million. But you, can you like snuggle and cuddle with them and nope, watch nope, movies and talk to them uh, a little bit? No, there's there's gonna be like a supervision, like a older brother or father walking around with the AK while you guys are on a date together. So like, I don't think that's all gonna work it's out. It's hard to build chemistry in that environment. <laughs> it's, really a it's, it's a little bit. tense. It's a little tense. Yeah, it's a little tense. It's a tad tense. Like, like, like what if I uh, pop a boner and he sees? Is he gonna shoot it, it off with the AK-47? Yeah, uh, but uh, then. And then, then like, what's not, even the point not. of getting married? <laughs> then he's gonna be like, okay, we'll reattach it as soon as you guys get married. Nice, yeah. You're um, pay no, for the no, surgery. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, now I think it is. Uh, I'm, I'm deaf. I'm not. That's not for me, bro. That's not for me. Um, I think it's just the older generation, um, brothers that were born there. Based, I was born there too. Well, shit, dude. Here. Like you're, you're talking about your brothers doing this. This is the same generation. Yeah. Well, it is, but no, I think they're. Well, they're like, yeah, it's the same generation, I guess. But they they were down in Afghanistan for a decade or a decade and a half longer than I was. Oh, okay. So, so, so they're they, mo- that's that's okay. Yep, they're in. Well, hey, man. Life. Well, you know, <laughs> what are the chances that you know if that's an option and like you've exhausted all your other options? Let me ask you. Yep. Let me let me let me pitch a would you rather situation. Mm-hmm. So, would you rather um, 
let's say you're you're nearing the end of like your marriage years and it's it's rough out there and you you've you've kind of given up on dating and you're like okay i can either take a trip to afghanistan and get like an arranged an arranged marriage or i can i'll give you three i'll i'll get i'll go to afghanistan where i can i can probably get an arranged marriage or i'll go to vietnam where they just like they go crazy over white dudes and mm -hmm. and americans in general and i can probably hook myself up a wife if i like spend enough time there and bring her back and you know arrange uh you know a lot of meetings with immigration lawyers or you know i could probably um i could uh set up i could set up a porn studio this all t it all takes the same amount of money by the way and you have you have all this money saved um so like which of those three options would you do you uh, so vietnam afghanistan or porn so porn yeah studio. and you get to you ha you get to pick like some of the actresses that you work with but it's it's yeah. purely like a business relationship but you still get the intimacy i guess i guess that's sort of in intimacy <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong okay i love sex i mean mm -hmm. who doesn't who should it? everybody should it's a it can be a beautiful thing and sexy thing whatever but i don't that's the third that would be the, the last option on my that'd list. be the last uh, option for you yeah yeah i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not a fan of um i mean i'm i'm still in a way like okay my brothers were there for for um a decade and a half longer than me but i'm i was still in that same culture and i i, I have a different type of view of women and I don't like um, exploiting them for personal pleasure. You're not exploiting them, like you know. You're well. If anything, like locking somebody down to marriage, that's more exploitative than like just oh, paying them to have sex with them one time. That's a deep topic right there. Um, I I mean well, I I honestly don't think I, like I wouldn't do that. Okay, so like yeah, I guess you just you. I think it. arranged marriage is more exploitative than like paying somebody one time to do porn. Well, Especially in America, uh, where like a person has a choice over their career. I, I don't. I don't think so, because the way like I'm not. I'm not for arranged marriage, but I do respect what it what it has done. Like um, the three brothers that have already gotten married. Well, yeah, three of them. Two two out of three are very. I'm, I mean, are happy in their marriages. Um, the guys and the women. And they have children, <laughs> and they are loved and they're cared for. So that's not <laughs> as exploited dating as i don't know i'm just not a fan of like the whole uh porn industry and all this stuff so you don't like it um because you have yeah. to you kind of you kind of i think with porn if you do the porn route you don't get to have sex the way you want you kind of have to have sex like the way that porn is done which isn't it's not really real sex it's like performative so. yeah dude yeah yeah it's uh there's no love really i mean i've seen passionate like you watch a lot of porn, porn where they, uh, there's passionate Love making. Porn. There is passion in porn, but, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, there is, um, me, I can't tell the difference. I can't tell the difference when like they're passionately fucking and they love each other versus, you know, just a regular old porn scene. I can't tell the difference cause I have no emotion really? and I don't, ah. um, yeah. Well, well, um, it's all the same to me. It's all just I organs. That, it's just organs going into other organs and <laughs> sounds and lights and colors. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, those three options are not not the, my favorite. But I guess um, if you change, um, I would go to like a country where there's if if all options have failed uh, of romantic interest, I think I'll just. Um, I mean, by that time, I probably would have already explored all the. The sex, sex I want to with women, yeah. but I um I don't mind being alone, and, and if I do end up alone in my life, it's not really 
like I'm not too too afraid of that. Um, but like I will try my best to to um, to like go around the world and figure out find a woman that I truly love. I mean, do you think you'd ever have a one night stand in another country? I w- yeah, I would definitely do one night stands in another country. But it's like I don't know if I I, I don't know. <laughs> you, uh, that sounded pretty. Mind. That sounded pretty certain. Like you didn't even have to think about it. I did. I didn't because if it's the right woman, and it's like if I. Well, of course it would be. It would be. It, it's not like the woman you're gonna marry. It's a one night stand. I'm not a fan of one uh, one night stands anymore because I mean like if one night stand is just hooking up yeah. inside of a just hooking up and then that's it. Uh, you meet somebody and it's a cool stranger and you both. I don't think no, to no, each other I, and I mean, you're, if you're, you you're now, both on te- separate paths and you're from different countries, but you want to make the most out of it. You want to extract the most pleasure and happiness from the situation as possible. So like, why not have sex with each other? Well, that's the thing. Um, if if you're asking me now, the me now would not do that. Like. I Why? would not do that because uh, there's I'm not a fan of just hooking up with women anymore. Um, uh, I Even if you know go, you're never going to see them again? I mean, that, I, have to, I have to be in that moment and be really attracted to the woman. But like, um, mm-hmm. but I have to form a bond. I have to form, form um, a connection. I have to form like uh, some sort of feelings. Because like, dude, I literally did hook up like not too long ago with a girl and I felt so... Guilty. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna say any girls' names on the podcast. Right? No, no, no names, no, yeah, names. no names. But yeah, but I know who I you're talking about. It was yeah, it was the I know who you're talking about. There's yeah. multiple girls. No, I mean like yeah, even in the su- summer. Damn um, player. Let's the well, COVID summer. No, you were hooking up with multiple. No, last multiple last girls. Year, last year, yeah. But like the thing is, if there's if I don't have a feeling like a strong feeling, it it doesn't feel right to me anymore. So how long does it you, take you to you? build? How long does it take you to build a bond with somebody? Uh, I think it can happen uh, instantly. Sometimes, uh, honestly, the love of my life, I fell, I fell really hard. Um, I mean, re- yeah, I fell for her really fast, and then we, mm-hmm. like, within the first couple, first weeks, I was like, "Yep, you're gonna be my girlfriend." So it's like, um, and then this, this last one that I really, um, I felt like I really liked her too. Um, it happened really fast, but it's. It's like you can't tell the difference between an infatuation sometimes and love or like lovey-dovey feelings. So it's kind of confusing. Yeah, I have hard I have a hard time distinguishing between like just basic horniness and love a lot of the time. Like I there have been times where like I really really thought I loved the person, but then it turned out I was just really horny. <laughs> I know how that feels. Yeah. You know <laughs> that's yeah, that's I think that must that must be like a common experience, I think. Well, you got attraction is really important and like the the, the funny thing about attraction being a tr- physically attracted to someone the uh, <laughs> you know the you, you look past um like flaws and everything like that or and I think that <laughs> cuz like um the girl that I really fell for not too long ago i was really she was she was really attractive and uh, pretty like gorgeous she was gorgeous and she was a hunter and i was a vegan and like yeah and then there was like she was like also like really she seemed very kind of racist and she seemed homophobic yeah. and i'm like i'm yeah. like ah, i just looked past her flask because she's really attractive so like i could be yep. the that's uh, our that's our problem as men. We just yeah we got eyes willing to lo- overlook <laughs> okay. but, so much yeah. bullshit. So yeah yeah no um but but the love of my life I mean like I, I still I still love her. That's how I know um, right. I was real because like um 
and she's a, she's a, actually she likes girls now. So it's like even yeah. that I still I still I mean I wouldn't get back together with her, but right. Um, when okay, so like when a girl does something that like you don't expect her to, like has a has a girl ever done something for you that you're like wow nobody's really been like there for me in that way, not sexually. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a couple have. What's happened? Yeah. Where it's like, wow, like, you must really care for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was like, it was just like, it was more than just a favor. It was like, it's like them showing, like, you you really care for me a lot. And like, yeah, that's happened. It's it's nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but it will happen, dude. Like, my, uh, again, like, um, my goal is to, like, basically travel the world. And I, I want to see a lot of things and adventurous. And I, uh, <laughs> Uh, women like relationships do like um, hold like hold you accountable to stay at one place so like right now I'm not really looking to hook up or get in a relationship but I do want to travel the world and if I run into the girl that I like um, a girl that I like I probably will pursue that but right like what, what, what is your what is your idea of a um, like you know how there's an idea of accumulating wealth what is your idea of like accumulating women and, uh, and romantic interests how would you go about it um uh i want to go old like the old french style you know where i have one main one main wife and then a bunch of mistresses in a, a few different cities that'd be that'd be the optimal situation i think you hear that ladies you could be that lucky lady the main wife uh, yeah yeah i know i'm not discounting it everybody's on the table well not everybody <laughs> but yeah man um i don't even know i i, I don't even know if i want to get married or be in a long-term relationship with anybody um i've thought that over for a little while like i don't know it depends because people change you know you like you when you first get with somebody it's like could i be with this person the rest of my life you always have that thought like oh you know, well, yeah. i really 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 like this person i i could see myself like spending the rest of my life with this person you know once you're in love that's what you think but like people people change that's just natural people just like people change and their personalities change and oftentimes people don't change together so like this idea that you're gonna find someone and you're always gonna be compatible with them i just don't think that's very realistic so it's rare definitely it is rare though for sure because like my godparents i'm actually gonna go see them soon in a little while and um they've been together for 51 years married for 51 years they just celebrated a long time 51 yeah um yeah and i met a handful of people around me that do it's but it is rare for marriage to work out i mean the divorce rate let's see what is it what is the divorce it's like rate? a little bit under 50 percent. it's dropped now because like people are waiting longer to get married so like that people aren't like rushing into marriage anymore so i think like it used to be um north of 50 percent. it was 70 percent. holy shit that's good 50 yeah 50. yeah, yeah are, is it is it like rock. yeah it's gone down significantly divorce rates that's have gone good. down significantly uh, you're looking it up right now yep yeah about, okay. how, so it dropped from 70 to 50 yeah it's 70 it was 70 i'm pretty sure um and now it's 50 yeah yeah it turns out like the longer people wait to get married the lower like the more likely the marriage is to succeed the later uh, the later you the later in life you get married i think yep. yeah 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 older. Anyway. um yeah yeah um was i thinking about like them it was one that I had a question for you. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, you don't want to get married because you, you, 
you believe that like uh, your partner, uh, or I mean the girl that you fall in love with, might change and. Um, I would get I would get married. Like I view everything from like a, I guess a functional perspective, from a utility perspective. I think there's utility in getting married. I think there's like tax advantages and stuff. But what I'm sort of like wary on is um, committing to one person for the rest of my life. Because I, you know, like I laid out before, I think like this idea that you're going to be compatible with one person for the rest of your life is really, really, like it's really unrealistic. And I think like there's compatibility and attraction in novelty. So like you're, I think you're always, it's always going to be like exciting with a new person. Right. And then like, I guess having like one person that you like is your long-term partner that you rely on, but like, I don't know, relationships are a combination of like attraction and teamwork. Um, and the teamwork might be there, but like the attraction might not. Like the the teamwork and the mutual interests and like striving towards the same goals and splitting financial costs and like you know like the the advantages of like teaming up um, are there but like whether or not like you're physically compatible or emotionally compatible or your personalities are compatible long term I think that's so uncertain that I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't commit to it because I don't think it's it's not certain enough for me. It's, I, I wouldn't play. Mean, I wouldn't honestly. place my bet on it. I know what you mean. Um, I'm. I. I. Um, I see the arranged marriages and the love marriages. I mean, well, just within my house, I see relationships between man and the woman. No matter love marriages and um, arranged marriages, and it's like it's difficult, man. Relationships are really fucking hard. Like um, to keep going, to make it, to make it last. Um, the starting off is really easy. Uh, it's the yeah, because the novelty. Anytime, anytime it's with someone new, like you, you le- you're learning the person, and like the 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 process of like learning who a person is, and learning what they like and what they don't like, and what they're interested in, and what what fascinates them, and what like what makes them tick, and like having them question you, and like you sharing with them who you are, like that's all really really fascinating. But that. That only hap- like that process only really happens once, and it's 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 intrinsic to like a new relationship, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really happen um, continuously. Yeah, uh, you can you can only learn a new thing once. You can only new learn a new thing about somebody one time, and it's it's not new anymore. So yeah, yeah, but no- novelty is also um, uh, variety and novelty. I guess they're the same thing. Uh, what's his name? Alan Watts. Alan Watts said variety is the spice of life first. I don't know. He didn't say that first, but uh, they both can be dangerous, though, because, like, we seek novelty. Like, we're, we live in the information age, and we're always trying to seek something new. Um, and sometimes sometimes when, like, you have something really good and you, uh, you, have, you, that you have this ideology, the grass is greener on the other side, you let go of the good and go after what may not be that good. So it's like I do see, um, I do see the the faults and and uh, trying out new um having having mo- having multiple women or like going yeah. after a new wo- new girl all the time because like uh, yeah it just it's, it doesn't seem like it, it's um that could get old itself like how many yeah let, let me let me compare it to something else do you think like do you think you could play one video game for the rest of your life and never play <laughs> anything I'd... other than that even if it was like your favorite video game that would still be really hard and even uh, if they like patch it, even if it changes with time, 
it would still be really hard to like only play that is that's true yeah. with like so many things like if you just had pizza for the rest of your life even if like you could have different pizza it still wouldn't be enough variety so yeah, var yeah variety is where it's at that all being said right and because this is going out to more people <laughs> you know yeah. to the all all two people who listen to this podcast um <laughs> right i you know i think there's important like there's an importance of like sustainability and anytime anytime like you find a new partner i think it's within each person's best interest to like have that be a sustainable long-term like you should sustain it as long as possible yeah yeah right. but exactly. like love is just one of those things that like it comes and goes you know and it, when it, when it comes well, it's, it's there and you appreciate lasts. that it's there uh, but if it goes like that's part of the process and just you know you find it again yeah yeah um but here you, you that's like food and video games okay but like that's diff i believe that's different than um a and human people? being and people uh well and, yeah it's, it's because it's because there's you uh uh, a individual person is a unique soul. It's a it's a unique being, and you can learn about them for in, for an infinite amount of time. There's no just mm. there's no just like one one thing they learn. One you learn like one or five things about them, and then it's over. Um, you could you could dive deep. Uh, there's a there's like yeah. Uh, you, I, a I just don't agree with that. I don't think I think like people generally don't really have very much depth. Do you think you're going to be learning new things about your brother? Yeah, yeah, all the time. I, I've I've been learning new things about Kaiser. I've been learning new things about Mansoor. Um, I mean, no names, whatever. But yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning new things about you. And we've been friends for almost five years now. So it's like, mm -hmm. and maybe I'm just in a in a slump, and I just I I don't have the access to this part of my brain. Maybe I'm actually maybe I'm only talking this way because I'm like slightly depressed. But well, uh, you're yeah, probably no, no worries. You're probably like, right. No worries. I mean, um, the what do you call it? I mean, it, it, novelty is great, bro. I'm not saying it's not great, and I and I encourage you to have to to uh, experience all the women you can possibly experience, and then make your make your choice if you want to stay with one or not. But um, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it will. <laughs> if, if this gets you to move, if this is gonna get you to move on from the from the girl we were talking about earlier, then yeah, yeah, just. I think it'll be fine. I think it, I think in like two days or so, um, it'll be like I won't even remember, remember the person. And it's like even now, it's like it's not really severe. It didn't get to the point where like I I have too many emotions invested. It's like, but like anything like that, it's always going to carry some amount of disappointment. And sadness. Hell yeah, hell yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent agree, bro. I I I would get down all the time about girls that I didn't say hi to or. Or like, uh, but that's different. That's like I didn't even really invest anything in that. But um, <laughs> yeah. but and I, I've all, I've I've been down about girls that I was interested in and it didn't work out. Like um, thinking about it for days and um, I don't think I'll be thinking about this for days. Like yeah, I mean when I got the comment, I mean like I confirmed like does BF stand for boyfriend? And she mm -hmm. was like yeah. And that hurts, you know. You feel it physically. It's like having a stomach ache in your heart. Yeah. You know, it's a physical. It's a physical feeling. And that was less than twenty-four hours ago, I think. So. Okay. Okay. And it's like that. That feeling is is fading pretty rapidly. So by like by next week, uh, I probably won't, won't care at all. Yeah. 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 You just um, you'll you'll be fine. And I know you're 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 a tough you're a tough dude. 
Thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, and this is... I, I can't wait to see you in love. You're gonna be a wreck. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's gonna be a fucking... It's gonna be awful. I mean, you saw me... Like, you, you met me, like, right after, like... A, it wasn't even, like, an emotion... It was... It wasn't even, like, really a breakup, but it was, like... You know, I love... I think I loved the person. I might have loved the person. You know what? I think I did love her. I think I did love her, and then, like... It didn't really work out, and like the feelings weren't mutual, and it was it was awkward, and it ended kind of disastrously, and like it really affected my attitudes towards women for a little while, and my my willingness to like go out and meet meet people and be social, and like you you saw that you were like right at the beginning of the bad period, you were right oh, you yeah. were literally like right in the beginning, because like I knew this girl who uh, I lived with her uh, no I didn't live with her but I I um I lived in Alabama and I was I crushed I I crushed on her pretty hard when I was living in Alabama and then like it's funny like when you move when you move like people will text you like hey I didn't realize this until you moved but I have feelings for you it's like okay Whoa. yeah that happened twice that happened twice with two separate girls from Alabama and they both came up and visited me and she was one of the people that came up and visited me. And she came up and visited me and we had really bad, awkward sex. And it was like clear we weren't really compatible. And it kind of fell apart from there because like I wanted affection and she really didn't want to give any affection. And like she was supposed to t stay for like two weeks and I sent her back after like four days maybe. And then like mm. that week ended and then I met you that week. <laughs> that <laughs> you you came up to me while I was like in because I was still wearing a suit yep. uh, to under that time and you were like oh this guy's snazzy as hell so like yeah you came up you, the, that that was that week oh, but yeah okay. so that all that all happened and I, I think I told you that story but um, yeah, yeah that, all, that all happened and you know the emotional um, the emotional fallout from that was pretty severe and it lasted a pretty long time so yeah yeah this isn't nearly as severe, but yeah, okay. me, the a general pattern for me is like things affect me for a really long time. You know, that six-year relationship, like, like when that was over, I was I was in love with somebody for like six years, and then that was over, and it was like it felt like forever. I felt like for forever that it, like it took me to get over it, and I'm still I, I guess I'm not still fully over it. The fact that she has like she's married now with a kid, and she's. <laughs> It, it's yeah. never over till it's over, buddy. But that's o that's over. That's over. <laughs> oh, because you don't you don't. She has a kid no that's one... not my kid, and she's married to uh, a guy that's not me. That's over. Okay. Yeah, the kid's gonna stay for life, but you don't know about the husband. Yeah, I'm not trying to take care of anybody's kid. <laughs> I know, I know. You're not you're not a fan of the little ones. It's not okay. at all. Yeah, I know. Except I Alex, like, oh shit, I can't use names. Um, forget I said that, everybody. But there was a girl. Remember, you remember like the girlfriend I had at Phoenix. She was she was cool and she had a kid. Yeah, there were so many was, things uh... about her that like I wasn't attracted to, but like, or I wasn't typically that typically was like there were so many like deal breakers that she was attached to that like typically for any other person would be a deal breaker. But like I don't know. I got to, I, maybe I got something for for Spanish girls. You know. Sure. This is becoming a very horny podcast. This is the second podcast in a row where we've talked horny. about girls. We, we talked about love mostly, so okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about love and lust. This did is, did I ever tell you? Did I ever tell you about that? Did I ever tell you about that girl um, in New Orleans, like the Asian girl who 
was trying to pay me to get married to one of her friends. No. <laughs> I never told you that story. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, man, I can't believe I never told this story. So I worked in the French Quarter for a little while. And I used to do, you know, I used to do um, delivery driving. And then there was this little cafe right on Royal Street uh, called the Istanbul Cafe. And I would come in sometimes just to like, just to study and like do a little bit of work on my laptop. And like, it was owned by the same guy who owned the other business that I worked for. So I was on on good terms with the staff and the owners and, you know, we were, we were friendly. And I continued to go there even after I moved jobs because I worked at another place called Cafe Beignet, which was also on Royal Street. So it was just right down the road. And then I would, I would, when you work in the restaurant industry and you have other friends who work in separate restaurants, um, you can oftentimes do trades. So we worked in this, uh, this place called Cafe Beignet. We make, we'd make French style donuts, but she worked in uh, Istanbul Cafe, which was, they made uh, gyros. They made gyros and like steak sandwiches and stuff. It was like a, it was like a diner almost. So we would trade sometimes. Like I would bring her donuts, and in return she would like make me uh, make me lunch. And like I would come by sometime and be like, "Hey, you want to trade tonight?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, let's trade." So, and like so that was that was the basis of, of that relationship. We were we were always really cool. And then like one day I came in and she was like, "Jake, are you married?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's a little forward. That's a little forward. No, I'm not married." And so the conversation involved to there's some people who you know are who work for this company because like they're all first they're all first wave immigrants I probably shouldn't be telling this on air because this is slightly illegal but i'm not sharing uh, any names i'm not going to share yeah. any names um so she was like i some of the people need to get married um for papers i will pay well, i'll i i will pay you to get married so people can keep their immigration status. And she asked me to name my price. And I'm like, um, will you pay me $2,000? And she was like, that's so cheap. And I was like, well, let me wow. think about this. Yeah, right, right. But like, you have to stay married for like five years. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's not worth 2000 bro. Exactly. And I, I was like, and then I called my dad and he was like, you probably shouldn't do this for anything less than $100,000. I was like, okay, thanks dad. Dad, dad came in, gave me solid advice. This is this is like a hardcore dad topic. Like, dad, somebody's offering to pay me to get married to them. What do I do? And they're like, he's like, okay, well, you can do it, but don't do it for less than this cost. Because um, there were there was there were like so many things that go could go wrong that I didn't even think about. Like, if you get married to someone and then they take out a like they take out a loan in in the family name, like they can take out like a twenty thousand dollar loan or something, and then you like not pay it, and then you're kind of on the hook because you're you're the spouse they can like rack up credit card debt and yeah it's there's so many things they get they could do to like totally fuck you over so um yeah he was like yeah. don't do it for anything less than a hundred thousand dollars oh like, okay. yeah your dad's smart man he's a, he's, he is, he's a very smart guy he's a very very <laughs> very smart guy um because yeah. i was like whoa two thousand dollars to get married like these are two things i want <laughs> like okay hell yeah solid um but then i was like yeah let's not do this, this is shady as fuck and then um, COVID hit, and uh, I hadn't time to really talk to her since. <gasps> I hope she's still alive. Oh, she was kind of mean. She was kind of a mean girl, but um, yeah, 
But she was cute. Though. She was really hot. She was like the type of girl who was like, she could get away with being mean. Oh, because, okay. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really have a lot of tolerance for girls being mean. Um, you sh- uh, you should have told her that uh, the prices uh, to to uh, <laughs> the price for me to get married to the, someone else is to sleep with you first. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, and I was like, I I didn't know what was happening at first. I was like, well, do you want to date or whatever first? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you wanted you to get married to her? Yeah, yeah. To her? Yeah. Dude, dude. I thought she it was, was she really was cute. She was really cute someone too. Else. And she would I like text was... me sometimes at random times during the night. She would like, she, yeah, because like we had like this kind of weird arrangement where like. I would deliver for her even off, even like after I was done working for the company, and she would like call me at random times saying, "Hey, do you want to do a delivery for us?" And then like I, I would just keep the tip money, and it was good money at the time. And then like even after even after I was done with all that, she would still text me sometimes. But she would just text me like my name at night. She would just be like Jake at like twelve ten a.m. So that's weird. That's, that's probably like, it's probably a booty call, you know? Maybe she she why didn't you ever hang out with her? Cause she was mean. She was a fucking jerk. She oh, was not. Okay. She wasn't. She wasn't nice. What did she? And did she had she, a shit personality. Uh, huh? She had. A, did she insult you like all the time? Or she liked stirring shit. That was her thing. She loved stirring up up shit with like other managers at other companies. Oh, that she, this was you know? a coworker. It wasn't really even a coworker. It wasn't really a coworker. Even it was like someone oh. who I interacted with a lot just because they were a worker for another business that was owned by the same owner, right? So mm-hmm. I worked I worked for a company called Daisy Dukes, and she worked for another company that's not called Daisy Dukes, but they had the same owner, okay. right? Okay. It's, and it's it was in close proximity. And we wouldn't work together regularly. We would just, like, cross paths a lot. I guess that's the same thing. But, like, we, if I chose to, like, if things were, like, if I... If like worst case scenario happened where like we got together and it went nuclear or whatever, I was in a situation where like I could probably choose to never interact with her again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, this reminded me of uh, something that happened recently. I'm gonna send it to you. Let's see where it is. Where it is. Um, I, it's not. It's not the same arrangement. But mm-hmm. It's similar. Um, let's see. <laughs> You want to take a quick break and like um, I'm probably gonna end the episode here and because uh, we've been going for an hour. I think like an hour is a good time to cut it off. So like every so often I'll like check the timer. And it's like it's over an hour now. So we can probably okay, like okay. we can cut it off. Wait, now. Wait, let me, Are you, wait, let me just tell you about this one. One thing more thing. Okay. Just, yeah, one more thing. It's uh, it's right here. I'll, I'm trying to. Yep, I'm sending it to you right now. Oh boy, it's kind of similar. Can I read this out loud, or do I have to yeah, read you, it? Yeah, you can. You can read it out loud. Okay, hold on. Let me full screen. Um, this. just don't, just don't say her name. Okay. Yep. I won't. I won't say her name. Are you interested in being my sugar baby and get paid five hundred dollars weekly? I'm not asking you for nudes or dirty talks. Just got you to keep my company. I'll treat you and spoil you good, dude. You should totally do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do dude, not know who. She this just wants is. to like hang out with you and talk to you. I don't and know she'll pay you. Like, anybody, yeah. anytime anybody asks you to be a, their sugar baby, um, do it. Uh, it's kind of creepy, dude. Honestly, I know how girls feel about it, but it's like I don't know this lady, and she's uh, she added me on Snapchat. Yeah, do it. Um, no, do it. Just do it. Just, what do if it. she's a, what if she's a dude and a serial killer? I you should just one... go meet her up. Um, I would say meet in a public place first. 
Okay. You should meet in a public place first, and then, like, just say, hey, you want to meet for coffee? We'll discuss things. You meet for coffee, and, like, you see if things are chill, and, like... Because I've, I've sort of, like, been getting into the sugar dating thing, too, and usually it's the other way around. Like, the guy has to pay for a female company, but, like, this is a female, like, who's offering to pay you for her company. She's... I mean, I don't mean to be, like, presumptuous or anything, but she's probably not very good looking. I'm gonna just go out there and say this, if you have to, like... I was like, I was like, that's a, that's a very nice offer, but I'm not that sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, but uh, she's, do she you? doesn't care. She just thinks you're hot. She, she thinks you're hot and wants to hang out. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just really... say like, let's meet up sometime and talk. That's what I would do. I don't care if she's like 90 years old. 90 years old, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, like, like $500, $500 a week. I think it's, Are you I kidding think it's me? a, it's a, uh, I showed it to Kaiser. He, she, he's like, yeah, I think that's a fake account. I think she, uh -huh. somebody's trolling you. So just go with it. Go with it until it's clearly a troll. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take your advice. I, I will. Uh, if I ended up, if I end up on the news, um, yeah, it'll uh, be my fault. <laughs> that'll be. <laughs> listen, I have evidence. Just send me the location that you guys are gonna meet at, and I'll, I'll, yeah. you know, I'll send a SWAT team. Yep. If you say like. Yep. Pineapple, pineapple, code red, pineapple. Then uh, I'll know it's time to send the SWAT team out. And, I would, like, I would love for you to be. A, I would love for you to be like on top of a building with a sniper, ready to go. Yeah, I'll be your, your your eagle eye. <laughs> eagle eye. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you should right. do it. You should totally do it. I'll try to. I try. I, I'll try to see if I can. Dude, and you're um, unemployed right now. That's sure. the best time. <laughs> Five hundred dollars a yeah. week. Then you you don't even have to get a job. This can be like your job. Yeah, I would yeah, totally. I, uh, I would do it. Okay, I'll, I will. I mean, she hasn't responded to what I said. I was like, "Do I know you? Do do like?" Yeah, you. Um, could, we were kind of cold. Know. You were kind of cold, and she probably was like, uh, "I blew it." But you're like, <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's um, maybe it's I, a bot. Maybe it's spam. Maybe it's a scam. But I, um, I'll, I will. I'll pursue it a little bit more and see if it goes anywhere. But um, yeah, dude, uh, that's all I wanted to share with you, just because okay. I'm. <laughs> Remembered uh, what you were talking about in New Orleans. Yeah. All um, right. Well, yeah. Fuck all that. We'll we'll close the episode here. That's fine.